What up, though? You already know what this is. Respect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Let's get right off into this, man. I'm talking like 20 minutes ago, maybe less than that. Just went down was RBE's Pearly Gates 3 card. It was available on Watch Battles. Shout out to Avocado for always doing like the job <laughs> necessary to get the stream running right and uh, get these battles in and out for the most part up until the main event. It was pretty uh quick transitions from one battle to the next. Shout out to ARP Lawrence and everybody over there. Really solid card. There were uh, battles outside of the big four battles on the main card. It wasn't that I wasn't looking forward to seeing them because I try to watch everything, as you guys know. But I, I was busy doing doing other things at the time. But uh, let's get right off into this, man. Like some predictions that I had uh, of the four big battles I had going into the battle. I had Oops beating Craig Lamar 2-1, right? I had Ill Will to beat Sirius 2-1. I had... Calico to beat Big K 3-0. I thought he was just going to 30 him. And I thought math, because I, I, I just felt like the home, the person who got more to say in this battle is going to win. This was a grudge match, but the grudge was coming more from math. So I felt he was going to win 2-1. Looking back on my predictions, I felt like I'm, I was three full. I was, you know, three out of four on predictions. And... I'm just going to go in order, man. I'm going to go in order, starting with the first battle that was up, which was Oops versus Craig Lamar. As you guys know, my predictions, I don't give away, you know, material. I can, I'm can. i just giving you what this, the, the reference of how the battle went and the dynamics and what each battle presented and the pros and cons of why I felt like somebody won and somebody lost, right? So it Oops versus Craig Lamar. I felt like I felt like, well, I think Craig Lamar went first and I felt like he set a nice tone early, but I also can sense that he was a little bit nervous. This is a big card to be on for him. You know, oops, kind of been there and done that. He was kind of been one of the pillars for RBE for quite some time. And but he's been out, you know, outside looking in, doing things that really matter as far as the community and uh, his political affairs in, in the community and helping out. Not just black black people, but minorities in general, it feels like. And so he's just making a return. And Craig Lamar was like being Craig Lamar, a little silly, silly, little witty. You know, he always got a really dope, like rapping voice, can carry his uh, own. He can carry his material very well, even when it's not really that fire as far as from a writing standpoint. But his, his round was solid, but it was beatable. Oops came out. Uh, he set a tone. You knew the angle he was going to take. Uh, well, he knew the angle that pretty much Craig Lamar was going to take about politics and all that. But it really really wasn't that much of an angle. It was just he would reference it every now and then. But Oops took the initiative to address it early, get it out of there, flip some like uh, angles of material he felt would be used against him, and kind of counterpunch with it. And early, he was he was already the more comfortable MC in that first round. He was getting through his material transitions was better. And he had a few more lines that hit harder, not only to myself, but to the crowd that was there. Um, I gave him the first round pretty clear 1-0. And let's just face it, not to drag this out. The last two rounds, Craig Lamar just went to bed. He would say a fire line. 
but it was a lot of stumbling, a lot of like trying to freestyle his way out of um, dry spots or um, out of him not remembering his material. So he would try to freestyle out of out of it, but he just couldn't because that's just not his thing. He's not a DNA or Eclipse who can manufacture a round off of pure freestyles and still somehow, you know, make it sound like a legit round. That wasn't his bag. He pretty much jerseyed out of the last two rounds and oops, uh, took advantage in the second round, pretty much like the first. But the third round is when he really left Earth to me. Like he had this long scheme of TV shows, which has been done before, but he did it in a way of addressing the community and the problems and the issues he was dealing with. He was bringing up depression and anxiety, you know what I'm saying, and just mental health. And he tied it all in within this, this scheme of TV shows. Um, and I felt like I can go back. I'm trying to make sure, but I feel like it was all black TV shows, of course, because he ended it with a white TV show. I won't, like I said, I won't give away line, but he, but he uh, ended it with like a white TV show as uh, showing the difference in just the thought process and all that. And it was just so fire. Like even Craig Lamar himself had to applaud what he was doing. And like I said, oops, in that third round was just in rare form. And he was, he was taking his time. He was making sure he didn't slip up because he knew he had this battle won pretty much from the middle of the second round on. He knew he had this battle in the back. And Oops just ascended and floated on him, man. So I gave him a clear 3-0, a body bag. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't just be like no body all the time. So it was a clear body bag to me because, like I said, it was Craig Lamar was spotty and then upon his spottiness he started like choking and forgetting his rounds you, you he got back man it was a it was a bad night for him i think the thing is with him is because he didn't really start choking and stumbling actually until i when i look back at it he he didn't start doing that until like people start getting hyped for his rounds like he said something dope and he started laughing uh, cause he said some, he said some line that was kind of dated or you had to be old enough to get it. And he was like, y'all not, uh, like y'all too young for that. Y'all too young to remember that. And the crowd responded and was like, yeah, start cheering. And he started laughing. He started getting comfortable, but that was his problem. When he got comfortable and started going off script, when he got off script is when he started slipping up. Like you got like, he, he's a person who can't joke around, around, you know, while he's still trying to remember like he's not built like that he needs a hundred percent focus so when he stopped focusing and started like playing to the crowd pandering to the crowd he lost track of where he was and he never recovered after that i thought that was thought that was kind of weird somebody look back at that battle and tell me is that where he started slipping up because i felt like he said a line the people reacted he said y'all not old enough to remember that the crowd like applauded and started laughing with him he started laughing and then that was the moment he you know he just couldn't recover uh, his materials just was died after that so somebody correct me if i'm wrong but i think that was the point and i think it was in the middle of the second round so uh yeah props to oops can't wait to see him again but more importantly look more forward to what he's doing in the communities and on that side of things moving right along the next battle after that was serious jones versus ill will man to me, as far as a back and forth exchange, it was pretty much battle of the night to me. Really dope. Really, really dope. Uh, from what I remember of the first, I believe it was introductions. He introduced with Ill Will. And Ill Will says his whole thing, Yak Town, da da da. It's 10. 
Somebody tell me if I'm wrong, because I felt like I don't know if I, it was a glitch and it just went straight to Sirius Jones rapping, or it feels like when Sirius Jones was supposed to introduce himself, he just started rapping. But if he did, that was dope as hell. But he started rapping, and people, a lot of people like his first round a little more than I did. I thought that in the first round, he was cooking to a degree, but he had a few stumbles, and I think a lot of people were enamored with, like, I would say the first eight to ten lines of just wordplay, but the punches weren't landing. I don't think the punches started landing until he said, like, this uh, paid in full reference about uh, ill will, you know, going back to the cleaners like Ace or some shit like that. And he made, like, a reference to Flint in Michigan, and he tied it all in real beautifully. And, uh, yeah, he tied it in beautifully. And it was really dope. And then he also said like a Villanova Wildcats line. Been heard before. Was been done before, but not in this manner. And it was just really dope. I think he started cooking in the latter part of the round. But people made it seem like it was a strong first from him. I thought it was just all right in, until the middle. And he started progressively getting better. Um, it was a dope round. I think what happened is when he came out, when he just like, instead of introducing stuff, he came out rapping. I, I know he was trying to set a tone. But I think he was he he went about it the wrong way. I think he like went extremely too fast. Like Sirius is a much better pacer. He's much better when he's calm, cool, and collected than overly aggressive and just like a fast rhythm. Like when he started to slow down is when he started to like become the Sirius that much like many of us really like about uh, his style and the way he rhymes. But his wordplay, the whole the whole uh, battle was like ridiculous like he he's really good at like chaining words together and flipping words uh so the first round was solid really solid don't get me wrong it was dope but it was beatable and i felt ill will beat that round he came out his pay it was like he was much more comfortable in the outset he progressively got better he used a couple angles he was he was showing that he can be just as versatile as serious is because that's what serious is noted for he's a legend for being witty funny um, can be, you know, like his name, serious. He can, you know, hit you with angles or whatnot. He can freestyle. Uh, Will hit him with that, with the freestyles, with a little bit of a rebuttal. You also hit him with just some, some grown man bars a little bit here and there. But for the most part, it was like jokey jokes. Um, he did, of course, he going to reference the math angles and stuff like that. I think if you want to give serious that based on ill will kind of referencing math a lot during the battle i can understand it was getting repetitive but he was attacking it in different ways which kind of kept it fresh so it didn't bother me as much right so i gave him that first round just i felt he was more well-rounded and he was comfortable from the outset where it felt like serious took it time to uh get established second round was probably my favorite round in the in the whole battle from both Sirius was wigging. Sirius was wigging. He got a little more aggressive, not overly aggressive, but like just that right amount to let to let his bars land. And the wordplay was still there, but now he was punching a little bit more heavier, a little bit more above his weight. He was getting into real like grown up facts, grown man facts. He was talking about you know his spot as a legend. He was he was talking about the differences in just style and class about the things ill will would talk about as a battler and things that he's on like the difference in 
you know, money as far as from an economic standpoint, where he started at and where he's at now. It was just really good, man. Like really dope writing, exceptional delivery. Like the crowd was feeling him. He had like he knew how to control the crowd. Like when he say hold on and let me rap, the crowd was complete silent. He would get his shit off. I thought it was dope, man. I thought it was a dope second round from Sirius. Ill Will comes with a nice rebuttal that was kind of slick. Um, so if you peep that second round, peep the rebuttal. It was kind of slick. I, it didn't get as much uh, acknowledgement as I thought it would have, um, but it was slick to me. I like that, that rebuttal. Also, more angles. He started to get a little more disrespectful. Ill Will figured he couldn't like out, you know, rap him. Cause he just can't, he just can't outwrap serious. But he was, he was favoring and leaning on disrespect and some more wittiness and funny lines, which kind of carried him through the second for a really good round. But I just don't think it was enough to beat what serious like he was OD wigging in that in that second. The third, the third's preference, right? So so serious was more the same in the second, a little more concentrated, a little more focused. A little more direct and personal with angles, a little more um, serious. And he kind of got through his round flawlessly, effortlessly. And it was a really dope round. Ill Will started off, again, joking, using his, I think, it was, I believe that was his brother as a prop to reenact the whole math and uh, Sirius Jones altercation with Ill Will being Sirius Jones. And he had his brother say the line that math said. And it was funny as hell. So just off the creativity to like kind of, I don't know, repackage that whole angle, but make it funny again is really tough to do. So you kind of get points for that. And then once again, Will was showing his versatility by being able to keep you entertained in different ways, whether it be with jokes or whether it be with really strong, hard bars or whether it be with disrespect. So I just based it off of versatility alone and I feel like a little bit more of his material was hidden that third than Sirius Jones. I gave the battle to Ill Will 2-1 pretty much like I had in my predictions. But really good battle. I think Sirius Jones got a home at RBE. Like, like that crowd, the way you know his voice can carry in that, in that club drum and just his style of, as an MC. I think he'll be really a good staple for there. Like, I think he need to work out a deal where he on there more often. Like He felt like I've seen him on there a nice, like a lot of times, even though I really haven't. Like he just fit that. That's like a perfect league for him. I'm not so sure about KLTD and I'm definitely not sure about Smack, but RBE seems like a home for him. He needs to capitalize on that. Dope battle though from both, but I got Will winning that 2 1. Moving right along. Moving right along, man. Big K versus Calico. And this is the one I was like, I just don't think Big K cares anymore. I think he was going to get, I thought he was going to get 30 pretty much. Um, I didn't, I don't think I ever said body bag. I just didn't think he could run around versus Cal who's seasoned, who can command the crowd like no other. And who's just a legendary vet who always, for the most part is prepared. Um, so going into that, that's how I had it. I'll eat the crumb completely, completely wrong. Big K was focused and I went against my own, like method in my own uh kind of theme that I go with with when I say you, you always should just choose it's in your best interest to choose the battler who wanted to battle more 
like I said, John John wanted the battle versus Hollow. DNA wanted that battle versus Mickey. Math wanted this battle versus Hollow. So I'm kind of, you know, foreshadowing. And it always leads to the person who wants the battle winning. Not always, but in most cases, right? So I went against my own conventional wisdom with this. And um, yeah, so Cal comes out really revved up, strong first, solid first. Um, you know, he was going to do the whole white boy angle, which was cool. Um, he was kind of alluding to how much like it was hard for him to like even get amped up for this battle. And his angles were good, solid. I just don't think he was landing at a he wasn't landing at a at a consistent rate. But when he landed, it was hard. Like the bars he had, when they landed, they, they hit hard. Because Cal is one of those guys who, who's not really a puncher per se. But when he can, when he can string some shit together, it, it lands different because it's Cal saying it. You get what I'm saying? Like his like his his authenticity, like in his, you know, just his real life nature and his presence being a tall dude who can get physical. It just can overwhelm you. It's overpowering. And he used every bit of that in that first round. He was talking to that man. And I was like, this is a beatable round, but I didn't still didn't think Big K could beat it though. Like it was one of those rounds, like it's beatable, but I don't I don't trust Big K to be the guy that can beat this round. I was wrong. Out the gate, punching his head off. Punching his head off. Some will land it. But see, this is the thing, it's a gift and a curse. When you punch that much, enough of it will land. So that's why you can never fault a guy for back to back punching. Because if you're a good writer, some of them are going to land. They got to. And, yeah, that's really all really I can say about his round. It was fire. It was a fire first. And it was weird because I felt like he won the crowd, a crowd that probably was there to root for Cal. Like, because I felt like when Cal was saying things that wasn't necessarily that fire to me, the crowd was kind of eating it up. Or even when he was like, build having build-ups the crowd would go yeah and cal would have to like stop a bit and i'm like damn he didn't even say nothing yet it's like they were there anticipating cal to wig out and go you know crazy like they was like trying to hype up the fire before it even came with uh big k it was kind of like a wait and see like the crowd didn't really start realizing he was cooking he was cooking from the gate but they ain't really giving that just doing to like midway in his first and so it was a little bit weird to me but he was firing that whole first to me. And so I gave him that round with an edge. Um, yeah, round one, definitely. Round two, Cal stepped it up a notch. And um, he was just, he was a little more bar heavy as opposed to just grown man bars talking direct. He was a little more bar heavy. He relied less on angle. And then the thing about Cal is I never, I don't really consider him an angler. So like when he's using these angles about you know being white and slavery and all that shit it wasn't really hitting me like i would rather if somebody's going to do that to big k i would like prefer a b dot or somebody that's just me but you know he he stepped it up he stepped it up big time he had one of the uh, better lines of the battle in that second round so when you check it out you will know because they got a heck a hell of a reaction and yeah man he his, the way he structured his round in that round was was pretty spot on man that's like one of those it's hard to beat that round no matter what you do but i said that in the first round right so could big k do it again no 
I felt honestly he can tell us it wasn't, but I felt like I was just some classic. And Rex was in the building. Rex was uh, supporting Cal. He was right behind Cal, right? T Rex. I felt like Big K either knew that and wanted to pay homage to T Rex because his ass started spitting mixtape bars that came across to me. Because he was, he he definitely will cook on a hey, verbal war zone. If y'all don't holler at Big K, y'all not y'all doing yourself a disservice. Cause his ass sound like he was rhyming straight on a beat that's already been produced and mixed and mastered. No lie. Second round. Cal won the second round, man. Like, I don't care. He was, he was, yeah. Dude was just rapping a bunch of mixtape shit. And I don't even know if it was a, a recent mixtape. But anyway, going into the third, Cal tries to apply pressure again. He's in his face. He's talking to him. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think Cal took his battle lightly. Or maybe he got another battle coming up. And this is like that classic case where Verb went against Pat Stay and didn't like, he showed you flashes, but you didn't really see what he was really working with until he went against Mook. I feel like Cal got something set up bigger than this because, yeah, he his voice is going to always be there. His... His level of stage presence and his performance and how he delivers his shit is always going to be crisp. But the material, the content just just wasn't there all the way. It was a good third round, though. It was better than his. It was I would say it was better than his second round, even though he won the second round. I actually like his third a little bit better. But the problem was Big K haven't didn't rap yet in that third. And when Big K went, he, he, that was clearly to me his best round of the night. And he was going crazy, bro. He was going crazy. He was. I'm not gonna lie. No lie. I got. I had. I, listen. I said he was gonna get thirty. So I, you know, I'm not here to front. He was wigging out, man. He was wigging out everything, and it's nothing to really break down. It was. It's. It's classic Big K, but just a little more. A little more current with how people are punching now. Wasn't too many likes, or maybe it was, but maybe he just disguised them better. I'm not sure, but I don't know. He was punching, and his rhythm was so good. Now he wasn't rapping on beat to this. These definitely weren't mixtape uh, lines, but uh, it was just a really sharp. And he was snapping, man. He was snapping. Like I said, it's it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. That was a pretty good battle too. But overall, like I said, I'm gonna get that to Big K two one. Sorry to do that to my fellow Detroit native, but yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be all the way honest. Um, and here we go, man. Main event. Now, this is why I was saying the battles had nice transitions as far as time was concerned. Like you didn't have to wait too long, maybe five minutes tops, five, maybe five to seven tops before the next battle came on. This shit took maybe like 20 to 30 minutes. And I was like, what's going on? Like, what's what's the issue? So I was hearing, and I don't want to like say this for sure, but I was hearing that there was an altercation between Sirius Jones and Math because maybe it could have been based off the face-off issues that happened between Iron and, I mean, not excuse me, not Iron, but between Math and Sirius, or it could have been between, because of during Sirius Jones, I want to say his third round versus Ill Will, he kind of brung up math and was talking about shooting a fair one after, you know, I'll be outside, like making like these like idle threats that, you know, was unnecessary, but 
whatever. So maybe they address that situation. It could be a complete farce, man. It might be a rumor. It wasn't true. I haven't heard from anybody that's actually there. But I was just going to chalk it up to maybe just some technical difficulties or maybe uh, there's also talks of math and Hollow's entourage trying to basically just fill up the stage like they're at a concert. And so they had to get that dealt with. I'm I'm probably just chalking up to that until I hear otherwise. But yeah, man, so the battle starts. Hollow gets to go first. Oh, wait, excuse me. No, yeah, Hollow goes first. Hollow does go first. And he starts out a little bit slow. You don't know if he's going to address the situation right off the bat from uh, getting personal. He kind of goes into it a little bit, but he starts just kind of using like nice little bars and a little bit of wit, being slick with the rhymes. And then he kind of stops and asks the crowd, like, you know, oh, y'all ready for me to get personal? And he brings up the dead situation, uses a dope line. Like his first was dope. Don't get me wrong. Hollow first was dope. Um, he showed you, he showed you the hollow that you wanted to see against John John, like a little bit, so a little more bite to his lines, a little more structure to what he's saying, less uh trying to be creative as far as everything else but within your your writings, like props and you know trying to like do all this other stuff that doesn't have to do with you actually writing directly to towards your opponent. We was looking for more of that. And he came with a laser-like focus in that first round. He got through his material really well. I thought, you know, some of his build-ups were a little dry. But the lines landed. It was kind of reverse of somebody who I was talking about in the battle uh, in, that, in that same card where I felt like their build-ups was nice. It was Sirius Jones in the first round against ill will it's kind of like how i felt the reverse of him because it was serious i was saying his first rounds were good like his like his build-ups were nice but the punches weren't landing well with hollow his build-ups weren't that crazy but his punches was kind of landing and i thought that was dope that he was able to finish it out and it was like a, a really he set the bar for what the battle should be going into right math goes and math just dumbs out he goes right at the angle about the disaster situation questions his loyalty oh man he was going crazy only thing i didn't like about his first round was his homeboy with the hat with the white hat he was ODing like he's i don't know if he's maybe he's never been on the stage before i could be totally wrong maybe he's a fellow battle rapper i don't know but he was he was uh yeah he was doing a little bit much a little bit much just hold the water and, and take it easy even math had to t tell him to chill a little bit. But anyway, math just comes with this really dope uh, hollow flips. He was uh, flipping away. He was calling them split splash, which was a little redundant, a little repetitive. It was funny the first few times, but after a while, you kind of got over it. But yeah, man, he's just really attacked the angle really well. I thought the way he was chaining his punches together... He was he was using because when he came out he kind of he started off slow with this Rocky scheme and you know you know Rocky is one of those you know favorite movies that battle rappers love to use to reference anything towards but he did it in a nice way where I didn't feel like I'm, I felt like I've heard it but I don't feel like I've heard a great deal of people saying it right so that's how he started off then he started cooking with different angles and approaches to attack the whole disaster situation his loyalty overall. And um, 
yeah, so he was just wigging, man. Like, I don't know. You guys just got to see it. He was going crazy. I got math easily, easily taking the first. Second round is on Hollow. Hollow hits him with a few rebuttals that hit to me, but the crowd didn't, like, make it seem like it hit. But it hit to me. It really did. Um, he started, this was probably his, um, I would say this was his least best round to me, his least best. This was his worst round to me. Because uh, after the rebuttals, he was a little bit choppy. You kinda, it kind of felt like for a minute there, because Hollow doesn't choke, but it felt like he didn't know exactly where he could pick up from because he would say a bar and the crowd was kind of pretty much silent. And that's like kind of the worst thing for a battle rapper. Like you don't get no reaction, not a boo, not a cheer. You just get nothing. And it like, it messes with your mind. Like, should I run that back or should I just keep going? And sometimes he would have like these weird pauses and he had like started back up or he like stop and tell people, hold it down when nobody's really saying anything or like him and uh math. I have a little exchange of words. He was just all over the place. And this is like the first time I've seen him, feeling bothered and frustrated because he said something that didn't hit with the fans and he was like oh y'all y'all gotta catch up y'all gotta like that's not hollow that's un very much unlike him i couldn't believe he did that and i'm like oh he's feeling the effects because that first round matt put his foot in his ass man to let him know he was here you know this battle very much reminded me of mook mook and verb like you know mook and verb excuse me, Mook and Hollow come into RBE with so much aura and prestige, you would think that the crowd would just be in awe over them, kind of, because they don't get those type of big names at RBE all the time. But they truly don't give a fuck who you are. Like, they actually, like, strip you of that power of who you are. And I felt like what Verb did in that first round and put blood in Mook's mouth for the first time in a while it's pretty much what math did to Hollow. Not saying Hollow hasn't been tested. Hell, I got him losing to John John. But I'm just saying, he put he let him know, like, you're not about to come here and little boy me. Because that's kind of what Hollow was trying to do in that first round. Alluding to, like, you know, like me being the elder statesman. And it was, if it wasn't for me and you living in my shadow and you're, like, you, you're far from grace and all that. Talking about how much he was on the decline. The second round, he was trying to like rehash all of that, but it just wasn't connecting, and he was feeling the effects of that shit. And he ended his round. I felt like he ended it short, or maybe he just ended it with so much lack of enthusiasm that it came across like it was a short round. I don't know, but it was a bad round from Hollow to me. Just overall a bad round. And yo, man, more of the same from Math. He was cooking this nigga, bro. He was cooking him. He was cooking him. Um, follow me on Twitter at Podtier because I did give away a few lines here and there. So if you want to see anything like that, you can check it out. But I don't want to get into the lines. But Math was just flaming him more the same punches, aggression in his face, like heart to heart conversations, um, some jokes, some wittiness, some cleverness. Um, no stumbles, no chokes. Like I like that he wouldn't bring him rounds, uh, rhymes, rhymes back and bars back all the way, like on some ab shit, like starting the whole scheme or the whole pattern over again. 
It's taking him right off where we were. And let's not forget his first round was long as hell, man. It was like 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 I said on Twitter, man. It was about NBA the NFL draft first two rounds long. Like it was long as hell. Like, I think he was trying he was trying to break Mook record in that third round. I see what he was trying to do. But this battle was unlimited. It's whatever. So he was cooking, cooking in that second round. And he was bringing the house down, man. And something happened where I felt like Hollow knew he was losing. And I don't know if that was his brother or cousin, whatever, was behind him and kind of pulled him to the side while Math was rapping. And I don't know if he was trying to give him advice or just trying to throw some type of distraction. But Math wasn't feeling it and trying to break them two up by moving, like putting his hands physically on both Math excuse me, on both Hollow and his cousin or representative. It was like, what are y'all doing? Was it this funny business? Why y'all talking through my shit? And so basically ARP had to break it up. It was a nice about five, four to five minute, like pause in the, in the round where he's trying to break it up. Cause I guess math, math shouldn't have put his hands on homeboy or hollow really. And I really didn't want him to do that because he was cooking him so bad that in my heart and in my head, I'm like, Math might 30 him. And if he ruined this, like, because after he kind of broke up, the, the fight was uh, breaking up. Math was kind of like, yo, I, I forgot where I was at. And I'm like, oh, if he choked and he like jersey out of the second round, he might lose this battle. And that's the exact thing. Like what I said, Craig Lamar, like Craig Lamar ain't got the recall or the like the muscle memory to just you know, fuck around. He got to focus on his rounds. Same thing with math and math, a legend math. You don't have the luxury. You don't have the luxury to, you know, try to pick a fight, then calm everybody down and then go off from the top. Like you might lose your whole memory of where you started at and you might just Jersey out. But luckily for him, it was, it was such a long pause that he kind of just went back to his round and kept cooking them. Like it was even, it was just as worse when before he got stopped. Like he was going in on Hollow, and the Hollow flips um, shot the Vigil. Uh, he didn't like the Hollow flips that uh, Math were using. I thought they all were pretty dope. I thought I say a good seventy-five to eighty percent of them that he used landed. Yeah, he was cooking them, man. He was cooking them, and after that round, I already had him winning the battle. He was already up 2-0. The point. Of the third was just see could he body him could he thirty him, and it was hard. It was hard because Hollow came and his third Hollow third was his best round by far. Hollow third was really fucking good, man. He matched he matched Math Hoffa's intensity for the first time in that battle in that third. After that, before that, I didn't think it was there. I think it was just like how I predicted. Like he's there as. It's me doing you the favor. That's how he kind of carried himself in the first and second round to me. But the third, he was much more in touch with the personals and more in touch with what we wanted to see, which was him attack and debunk all of these allegations that Mav had against him and his loyalty and credibility, not as a battler, but as a person. And I thought that round was beautiful beautiful by him started to die out a little bit towards the end but you know it's a body of work thing i thought overall this third round was pretty pretty dope so i'm like okay two one math is still a great look man still a great look but math said fuck that nigga i came to get 
all the way busy. He spassed out so hard on him, man. That third, that third was different. It was different. He was talking about like how he could have came to him, about how, you know what I'm saying, you doing bad business behind the scenes. Talking about, you know, his you know, bringing up his sister. He kind of brought her up a lot in the second round, too. That was his angle, which is a funny angle. But he brought up his sister. He brought up you know, being with NYB and then switching ship about comparing Mook to Jordan and him and Hollow to LeBron and saying, yeah, he's LeBron, like a basically reference saying, but if you're on his team, he has no problem trading you. Oh, he was talking filthy, talking filthy, man. And then pulled the classic Lux move by uh, talking about you know how Hollow always brags about LOM and hidden label, and now he switched over to this hidden label brand. So Math brings out the two original owners of LOM and tells the story of how this nigga Hollow was robbing basically them blind by spending all of their money and uh basically putting them in the red financially, and then talking about how he's gonna gradually play, pay them back. And he played the game, I swear to God, with Hollow, and Hollow never responded. He dropped the papers right in front of him, and Matt and Hollow kept his head down the whole time. I don't know if it was real, but just like the Lux angle against Clips, it looked and felt real. It it looked he he won the crowd over with it, and it was just really demoralizing. And the, and the whole thing was just it was just a bad look for Hollow. And then Math reveals that now. He's partners with Hollow for the clothing line and talking about how now he, you know, make sure he get that money cleared. Like it was bad. He was doing them dirty, dirty, dirty math. I never thought I'd say that shit. I never thought I'd see math 30 or Hollow to Don. I never thought I'd see Hollow get 30 because Hollow is one of those guys that just is it's, that's impossible. Like the that's like. I don't know, man. I can't even compare it to anything. This is like sweeping a really good player in the finals or something like in a, like a, a really good team in the finals or something like that's crazy. I never thought I'd see that, but he got he got beat bad every round to me. I think the closest round, probably the first, maybe the first, maybe, I guess, because even though Hollow third was his best round. Like math took off even further than that. So it's like it don't even break even to me. This is crazy. I couldn't believe this shit. I'm not gassing the the crowd chant 3-0 early in third. And he didn't even get in this bag yet. So that's I'm just being completely unbiased. I fuck with Hollow. If you listen to uh the battle rap roundup, I got him like as the top five best of all time. If I had to choose a five. Yo, he got a got a chink in the armor in this battle, bro. He got to take this L. I don't want to hear no excuses. Nothing. You got to take this fucking L. Shout out to Miss Cream. M-I-Z-Z-C-R-E-M-E on Twitter. She's an avid battle rap viewer. And, you know, she says something to along the lines of, because I don't have it with me. She says something about, like, these top tiers of legends. Like, you know, they basically... You know, they're not looking the same anymore. They're looking mortal, right? 
and and I agree with her. It's a, it's a tribute to me. I'm saying I was saying to her it's about yeah, these leagues aren't coddling and aren't protecting these quote unquote top tiers of heavyweights anymore to like keep one of your main guys on a card and in a venue all the time where they're the fan favorites, where they got a fan base and established crew and everything is going to be in their favor every time they battle, no matter who they battle, i.e. Tay Rock. You know, those years he was dominant at URL at those same two or three venues, those same pay-per-views. He started traveling, going to Houston, going to California, the reactions and his and going to London, the reactions and his level of content and the level of his, you know what I'm saying, bars weren't there and he wasn't getting the same reaction. And he's taken some L's thus far because of that. You're going to get exposed. That's why I shout out guys. And this is and and now and I don't really want to attribute that to Hollow because Hollow travels a lot. So it's not really a tribute to him, but it's more just speaking in broad terms, like same thing happened with Verb. Like, you know, he takes his hits, but he keeps on going because he's been battling traveling since he really started. Like, that's why you, you got to give him his, his give him a, one of the crowns now, like because he's been doing this like a lot of these like this would be Luck's first time in however long traveling. Like he's been doing this. A lot of your favorite guys don't do this. So you're going to get exposed. And RBE is seeming like it's the perfect place. Cause Mook, he was good, but they didn't gas him. They gave him credit when his bars landed. They gave him flack when his shit wasn't well, shit was coming off bad. Same thing with uh Hollow, man. He had a couple of drop spots in that second. A nasty second, really, with a lot of drop spots that didn't land. And he couldn't handle it. Like I never heard him. Like, come on, y'all got to catch up or y'all. I've never heard him complain like that. He complained and he kept going to ARP, complaining about, you know, all type of things that wasn't really battle rap related on the stage. Like, it's crazy, man. I was, damn, Hollow got 30 by math. Hoffa. What? I predicted math 2-1. 3-0. That's, that's sick. Um, yeah, I'm, I got to get some sleep. This is crazy. Um. Overall, solid, solid card. ARP, Lawrence, bravo. Bravo, fellas. Put together a solid card. Looking forward to the next card. We're getting to that sometime in the future. I've been talking long enough about this. And as always, keep it battle rap. Love.